It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute, episode 618. In today's episode, Pandora launches interactive voice ads. Does anybody remember Pandora? I'm just kidding. It's still up and running smoothly, but with the explosive popularity of Spotify and the convenience of Apple Music, the OG streaming music platform now has a lot of competition. Pandora is expanding on its voice mode native assistant, originally introduced for its mobile experience back in July by testing interactive voice ad functionality. The new type of advertising format allows listeners to respond to an ad by speaking aloud. In the new ads, listeners are prompted to say yes after the ad asks a question and a tone plays. The ads will then offer more information about the product or brand in question. The ads begin by explaining what they are and how they'll work. They then play a short and simple message followed by a question to which listeners are supposed to respond. For example, the Wendy's ad asks listeners if they're hungry. And if they say yes, the ad continues by offering a recommendation about what to eat. The DiGiorno's pizza ad asks listeners to say yes to hear the punchline of a pizza-themed joke, LOL. And the Ashley Home Stores ad engages listeners by offering tips and getting a better night's sleep, and so on, and so on. Some of the advertisers testing the new format include other big brands like Doritos, Unilever, Turner Broadcasting, Comcast, and Nestle. The new advertising test is part of Pandora's larger strategy for voice technology. The interactive ads are now using Pandora's voice mode, voice assistant, released back in January on SoundHound's Houndify platform. Voice mode allows for voice control of Pandora, and the advertising simply extends that to a command for more information. Even before the release of voice mode, the company had been tracking smart speaker users and ran a promotion for a premium service for 90 days to new Google Home owners. Voice mode took these efforts to the next level. Stay tuned. We'll be listening to see how Pandora continues to expand on their voice technology. I had no idea that Pandora was the largest used streaming music thing yet. Like I, I had no idea. I think it's just by legacy. I don't know if that is going to continue. I know that's just from stats in the end of the article here that we'll go over, but I think it's because it's really the OG streaming platform that everybody seems to have. Um, and still having it, I think, because it's also free on the yeah. smaller stuff with ads, but free with still ads. Out. yeah. So people just use it. Right. This yeah, a great example is my girlfriend, like we decided to finally kill Sirius because we're paying $28 for we were paying $28 a month for a basically bad music in genres. So she says, Well, what do I do? I said, Well, we have a Spotify account. She goes, Oh, my Pandora account. She pulled that up on her phone. She, she is the, the opposite of tech savvy. She pulled that Pandora up. She found all her old Taylor Swift songs and everything. And she was a happy camper. So I think a lot of people, like I said, it's just the OG streaming platform, and that is why the numbers are still big. Can that maintain? Uh, See, I don't know, because they were acquired by Sirius. So it seems kind of weird that Sirius would acquire something that is essentially a competitor, but I guess it's like, uh, you know, I guess it could be considered a consolidation in the battle against Spotify and obviously Apple Music, which is blowing up uh, more and more people I talk to every day say, I can't yeah. I'm doing Apple Music because it's easier because you have an Apple phone and everything is connected. And mm-hmm. I'm like kind of drawn by it. And if I didn't have 15 years worth of Spotify playlists, I may consider it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I maybe because it's just a way things are set up in the houses. Like I prefer Spotify because you can play it 
in all the speakers. And mm-hmm. if you have Alexa devices yeah. or Sonos and you can just walk in and have it work. And I think Agreed. they've done a good job with their apps. Whereas Apple, like, you know, streaming anything from Apple devices to other devices on Apple is a pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that really is a, a kind of a deal breaker because I'm the same. I, I have Alexa devices all over the house and there's no way unless I do it Bluetooth. You know what I mean? There's yep. just no way that you can get to that. And that's one reason why I completely kind of ignored Apple Music. But now, and I guess because we are in the podcast space, I need to kind of pay attention to that more because it may be one of those things where I'm going to wake up and go, ah, we were behind the bandwagon because we weren't paying any attention to it. And we didn't, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, there's, there's plenty of out there, right? Like, I mean, CES is going on right now. So there's definitely going to be something released across the board, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun watching the news this time of year. Um, <laughs> all the weird crap that comes out from CES. There's a, a Jennifer Jollish. She's a, a tech reporter and she had some things on Facebook, some Facebook videos of just the dumb crap that they put out. So she was sitting, basically sitting on the CES floor on a toilet with a little robot that, that it's like basically like a little, uh, little robot that brings you toilet paper in case you run out. Hmm. Yeah, that's, real, that's a real thing. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand either. Like someone um, actually invented this. Great. That great invention, but they actually spent the money to rent a booth. Yeah. CS has definitely, and I know we're just on a tangent now, but like CS has some weird things sometimes. Yeah, it sure does. I've never been to it. Would love to go one day, maybe. I went years ago, and it was it was a wonderland of it's at times the most amazing things, and just like the dumbest things. Like yeah. the little toilet paper robot was a perfect example. There was so much of that. Anyway, um, well, I can keep you guys up to date on what's going on because. I use Apple Music and I really like it because, well, like you guys were saying, I don't really hook it up to devices around my house. I just use it for my own personal music listening. And so I really love Apple Music. Why? Uh, so are you comparing Apple Music to Spotify or yes. what What are the differences that you see? Well, the thing about me having Apple Music is, is like I think back to the days where I had like my iPod Nano. Mm-hmm. And so I've had the same music on my iPod Nano through iTunes that I have on Apple music for all these years and years and years, like over a decade now, you know what I mean? Right. So it's just like starting something new, like Spotify. I just like, don't feel like it, especially cause like my dad pays for my Apple music. I'm not going to lie. I'll be real. No, that's, that's actually a great point in that you're one of those. So you're of that certain age where you're coming from the iPod generation and your transition is just a little easier because that's what you're used to. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm an MP3 person. Like I basically spend a lot of my free time on LimeWire just collecting music. Um, where are all those MP3s now? They're sitting in my Dropbox, never to be played again. <laughs> yep, I had a, I had an MP3. And you could, this is actually funny, you, on my MP3 that I had, besides all the LimeWire garbage bullcrap that was on it, was you can record your voice in this tiny little mp3 and it was garbage but i would like record myself singing when i was like seven and so (laughs) no dude that mp3 is like literally in the trenches of hell i have no 
idea where it could it. even be. It's so funny. It's like you have like horrible version of Britney Spears song that's oh, on yeah. LimeWire that has an ad at the end of it. And then oh, you I have took all mine voice. and burn. I had a CD burner, so I would oh, burn yeah. them all to CDs. So I had a shelf full of CDs that I like just last year went and I just threw them all in the trash. R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, and I have this. I don't really collect music. I just listen to stuff. So streaming services for me are the best. Oh, yeah, for sure. When you're not like specifically into music, um, like, yeah, but you can, I mean, on Spotify or Apple Music, you just find things, right? Oh, of course, yeah. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, people bully the hell out of me for not having Spotify. Like, I feel like suit, like when I had regular headphones and not AirPods, like everyone just bullies me. Yeah, a lot of people are, are <laughs> actually moving to Apple Music, and, and that's fine, yeah. You know, all my friends and roommates have like Spotify. And they're like, oh, like, I was looking at what my friend was listening to the other day. And I was like, hey, Apple Music can't do that. <laughs> but Which is fine. They tried. Yeah. They actually tried. Remember John the head ping? Oh, yeah. Ping. Yeah. ping. That lasted, what, like six months? Not yeah, because I don't even remember it. Yeah. yeah wow. Wow. Anyway. So let's, talk, let's talk about um, – so while this is a nifty technology and we did go on a bit of an extended rant about streaming services, let's talk about the practicality of these voice advertisements. Um, I think it's a novelty. I think mm. consumers' appetite for this, uh, and actually there's a quote in here that says the same thing, it's still largely untested. Uh, Amazon did limited voice ads on its Alexa platform, but they limited it because they felt it would be disruptive to the core experience. I agree with that. And Spotify also did. I think we did a podcast on this. They did a re- limited test of voice ads earlier this year i think the jury's still out for this this technology um i think to a certain consumer who you know might think oh this is really cool i'll try it but would you do this on a consistent basis let me ask you guys mm, i personally wouldn't i don't know i mean so for example if there was a, a practical if it give you if it gave you some practical information for example in the article it said the ashley home stores engages listeners by offering tips on getting a better night's sleep that's the kind of thing that I would sign up for. Like I'm always about, I like to, I always like to learn things. I always like to learn new things, whether it be cooking or personal development or any kind of thing like that. That kind of stuff would draw me in. I don't want to hear a joke. I don't want to hear menu items. I don't want to hear about your French fries, but if you're going to give me some useful information, I might sign on to that. Unfortunately, you really can't pick and choose what ads get played um, unless they've really narrowed down the data, but that's a whole other conversation. Not to mention, God. No, I was going to say, what do you guys think about that? Like, what, what? I just we- think it's going to be like kind of a, a difficult battle for Pandora to get people to adopt this, especially because they're only in America, you know? So it's like, like their statistics of adoption is going to be like a lot different than like other streaming platforms because other streaming platforms are all over the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I think no, the numbers are going to be but crazy. From a practical standpoint, if it offered you useful information, basically let, let's pretend that it curated you and said, okay, Brittany's into fashion. She's into Harry Styles. She's into, uh, you know, hoagies, um, not the cat, but the actual sandwich. Would you, would you then, would you then participate in this? No. Honestly, I really never use voice. Truly. I like never use voice for anything. I'm just, maybe like if I was like, if I'm picturing myself as somebody who like frequently uses voice and I like voice, then yeah, I would probably use yeah. this. And that, I, I and think that, you get, yeah. I mean, I think you're going to use more and more of it eventually. You just don't. Eventually. Yeah. That's it's, the word. I mean, yeah, but that's, not there that's yet. Weird. Not there yet. Yeah. But mm. eventually, I mean, they got to try things, right? You don't want to be. Yeah. 
behind the times. So I think that to me, eventually is going to happen. Like I just voice a lot more and I miss it when it's not there. It's weird. That's the funny thing. When you start depending on, uh, I'd never use Siri. Siri is absolute garbage, mm-hmm. but only in the I, car is the best. The yeah, only time yeah. Siri is great is in the car. Uh, correct. I, I know I, I stand corrected. You're exactly right there. But nine times out of 10, I'm just going, hey, lady in the tube. Because I have Google Home here only because I got one for free and I figured we got to eat our own dog food. If we're reporting on this stuff, we might as well use it. Mm-hmm. The Google Home is by the front door and it's like, uh, you know, hey, little puck thing, what's the weather? And that's about <laughs> as far as I use it. Um, but I, you know, and I, and I play music on it. It's, and I don't, I, I'm with Brittany. It's like, I don't depend on it as much as I probably could. Uh, and I'm certainly not going to go shopping with it. So, um, but to extend this into these voice ads, again, if they offered me some kind of useful information, I might, I might bite. Otherwise, it's a hard pass for me. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it all shakes up. Yes. My, we, we got our parents, uh, the new uh, Alexa Echo, I mean, the, the, with the screens. It is kind of hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> what are they using it for? Your dad's like, uh, oh, to watch TV in the kitchen. <laughs> no, so my mom does. My mom uses it a lot, actually. And we hooked up, like, the switches for, like, Christmas trees and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which they love. Um, although my dad does not know how to use her yet. Um, and apparently the other morning, <laughs> my mom set an alarm. He just kept on yelling for, like, 15 minutes. I <laughs> Quite. I my mom was, dad doing my it. mom is just dying. She's like, she happened to be home. She was just <laughs> laughing her butt off. <laughs> And she, he forgot to say Alexa, um, <laughs> which was, <laughs> and you know my dad. Anyway. Oh, that is funny. All right. Uh, let's wrap this one up a little stat time. Uh, Sirius XM officially acquired Pandora in a $3.5 billion deal, February 1st, 2019. And according to updated Q3 statistics publicly unveiled by both companies, Spotify has nearly, how many times? Four times as many as the one-time rival, 248 million versus 63.1 million. Wow. And as we said, Pandora ended Q3 with 63.1 million active users. That was down 1.8 million quarter on quarter and down 5.7 million on the 68.8 user count. It announced at the same point last year, Q3 2018. So there's, their, their numbers are declining. Um, but yet, ad revenue at Pandora reached a record $315 million in three months to end September up 8% year on year. So they're making more money with less subscribers, which means they're probably jamming more ads down our throat. You guys got anything else? Nope. Nope. All right. That's your e-commerce minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy.